A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, the medicine go down. Imagine singing that now. A spoonful of sugar to help medicine get into your body. Obviously, that's a, a politically incorrect song to sing. Uh, but here's a great question. How do you know who to believe when it comes to injury, sickness, disease? And a very controversial question because we've heard for a very long time now, follow the science. The challenge, of course, with the science is that scientists disagree on pretty much everything and experts disagree on pretty much everything. So if you're sick and you're injured uh, and you go to an expert, is it possible that another expert with the same medical qualification, the same years of experience, even the same professorship at a hospital, uh, may give you opposing views? And as an exercise professional and as the owner of an international fitness business college, this is very uh, confusing or could be very confusing for me, for our college, because the opposing views of science and the opposing views of the experts that produce that science uh, is, uh, what do you do with that? So my first question is, do you know your anatomy and physiology so you can analyse the science for yourself? And if you understand how your human body works, is it possible that when you go to a medical professional, if you have to, God forbid, and I'm talking to you from my home because the least uh, least, play, least positive or the, the place in the world that I don't want to go, that I'm positive I don't want to go, is to hospital. Uh, it was shared with me a very long time ago by a doctor, by the way, who, who said to me, if you want to get sick, grower, you should go to hospital. Most people that go to hospital healthy end up coming out sick. And I don't know whether that's true. I just don't want to find out. I don't want to go to hospital. And I never have. Uh, if you do have to go to hospital or you do have to go to see a medical professional, wouldn't it be nice to go fully armed with great questions? My puppy dog's agreeing. And it's interesting because we take our dogs to the vet if they get sick or they get injured. But the same, I like to go to the vet with questions rather than just believe the expert. Because, again, if you go to two different vets, you often get two different pieces of information. We certainly did our last dog that we got desexed. One vet told us not to get him desexed and the other vet told us that he had to get desexed. It's really interesting to hear the differing opinions of medical professionals. So what do you do? And there's my number one suggestion, question, idea, life philosophy, is if you know how your human body works, and there's an even better question, who knows your body better than you do? Somebody might diagnose you with something or say that you've got such and such a disease, but you had to tell them in the first place what was going on inside your body. You must have known that something wasn't right. So whatever it is that isn't right, and I do this, on a, I mean, I'm an old lady and I've had Every injury you can possibly think of, every joint in my body has been busted or broken. And I'll use an example. I've been told three times in my life that I need to have a knee reconstruction. Because if you go to a knee surgeon, surgeons do surgery. That's what they do. So if you go there, it's very likely they're going to tell you that you need surgery because that's what they do. And I'm not saying that you don't. But I wanted to make sure that I needed surgery, not just get surgery for the sake of it. So three times in my life I've been told you have to have a knee re full knee reconstruction. You need new knees, Rowie. And here I am as a very old lady, never had knee surgery, and every single day I use my knees to their full capacity. I'm lifting really heavy things. I'm sprinting really hard. I'm jumping. I'm skipping. I'm using my knees, but they've never been reconstructed. And I'm not asking you to live my life or to have my ideas or to believe me. 
All I'm asking is that if you go to an expert, could it be a really good idea to get another opinion, particularly if the expert's giving you really bad news? And I'll use the worst case scenario there. I've had too many people in my life who've been told they're going to die. You have a terminal illness and you're going to die and they're still alive. Some of those people were even given time frames of how long they were going to live for. And they haven't just lived for six months past that time. It's been six years or 16 years or 60 years past that time frame. Now, you might get really bad news that says you're going to die. But let's say that's the case. Should we find out then what you're going to do for that t- the time that you have left? Because often it's about take this medication, take this uh, intervention, go and do this thing. Well, if you, if you actually are going to die, wouldn't it be a really cool thing to go and do some really cool stuff? rather than have to go through a whole series of medical um, interventions. And I'm asking that very personally, and I know it's none of my business, but I deal with almost every day people that have been given bad news by a medical professional. You're depressed, you're anxious, you've got type 2 diabetes, you've got coronary heart disease, you're obese, you're going to die, all sorts of things every single day. And all I ask is that you get a second opinion. And if you don't like the second opinion, get a third opinion. There's lots of professionals in the world. Now, some people say to me, Rowie, I can't afford to do that. So here's a a great idea. To study your anatomy costs nothing. To become an exercise professional, for example, uh, the Max International Colleges, we've made the process of becoming a qualified exercise professional and understanding your anatomy and physiology as inexpensive as possible. Our student loan repayment program is $37 a week to become an exercise professional. And we've done that because I want everybody to have the best information possible so that if you have to go to a medical professional or if you have to go to an exercise professional for that matter, that you go there with the right questions. If you want to pick a personal exercise coach, a results coach, a personal trainer, go to the gym, pick one, a boot camp instructor, a yoga instructor, a Pilates instructor. There's a whole heap of experts that can help you with your body and we would hope that all of those are about prevention rather than cure. And wouldn't that be nice if there were more medical uh, professionals interested in prevention rather than just here's a pharmaceutical to to, uh, get you better? Wouldn't it be nice to not have to go because you've prevented that challenge? But that's just a side note. But if you're going to anybody to help you with your human body... Would it be good to go there with great questions? If you're going to choose a personal results coach, wouldn't it be good to go there with the right questions so that you get the right information about your body? And I'll ask that question again. Does anybody know your body better than you do? You, you went there, you went to somebody or you're going to see somebody because you know that something isn't right. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I feel. I don't like what's going on in a certain part of my body. This hurts. This is injured. Wouldn't it be great to go there with the right kind of information so you can ask the right questions so that you're less likely to get treated like an idiot or less likely to get the wrong information? And then, of course, be able to say to the person, the medical expert, the personal trainer for that matter, what's the quickest way I can get this result? What's the quickest way I can recover from this injury? What's the quickest way I can get rid of this disease out of my body? I want to be in the Guinness Book of World Records for the fastest recovering, fastest getting better, fastest get rid of this disease person ever. And watch the face change. If you say to an exercise person, any kind of person, I want the quickest results possible, the safest way possible and get the the best results possible for me, please don't give me any long, boring program that's going to take a really long time. See, then you're forcing them to think differently. If you say to a medical professional, okay, you've told me I've got this, I believe that I've got it, 
And there's an interesting thing there about belief, isn't there? I believe that I've got it. You've told me that I've got this disease. You've told me I've got to take this particular intervention, pharmaceutical, whatever it is. What's the quickest I can recover? I don't want the slow method. I, I have to be back doing what I love to do as quickly as possible. One of the reasons I suggest for, and I have always suggested for my clients, is please don't go to a normal doctor. Go to a sports physician. Because sports doctors, their headspace is different. Because when you've got an athlete that's getting paid a million dollars a year or more to, to do their sport, they have to get them back on the field, back on the track, back into the team as quickly as possible. It's not about how many days off can I have from work because I'm sick. It's how quickly can we get you back playing, running, jumping, driving, whatever it is. So sports physicians have different headspace. Plus their, their focus is on... Uh, an elite athlete's body rather than just the average person. I've got a really cool story for that. I had a woman in my life who was over 80, and she went to the doctor, and the doctor said, you need a, a knee reconstruction, and her knee was fully blown out. She, had, she couldn't walk properly. The doctor said to her, because you're over 80, we're not going to do the surgery. You're too old. So, we, you know, we'll, we'll give you some pain medication. And, you know, basically he said to her, you're, you're going to die, so why would we bother reconstructing your knee? She's had a beautiful response. She said, if you come to my farm and you can keep up with me for a whole day doing the work that I do with this body, then you don't have to give me the surgery. But if you come to my farm and you can't keep up with me, then you have to bloody reconstruct my knee because I need my knee to do my work. <laughs> uh, she not only got a knee reconstruction, but she recovered really quickly and she's back farming at over 80 years of age. You see, that's a different headspace. And the reason I talked a little bit about belief is if you believe that you're going to be sick, if you believe that somebody's told you you've got a disease, if you believe, belief is very strong, yeah? And I use the example often, we, in scientific research, and I say that very carefully, but in, in a good scientific research study, uh, there is a placebo group. So one group will get the medication or the intervention and the other group will get nothing, but they don't know that they've got nothing. And both groups shouldn't know whether they've got the placebo or the, the, the intervention. Well, it's interesting because often and more often than not, the people on the placebo get just as good a result as the people on the medication because they don't know that they're not getting the medication. They believe that they're getting the medication or they might be, so they get better or they get a result. And some medical professionals will share up to 30% of people who are on a sugar pill, on a placebo, get the same effect as the person that's on whatever the medication is. And sometimes the result's better in the placebo group. Isn't that interesting? Because obviously the medical intervention wasn't a good one. That's why they do scientific research studies, of course. All I'm asking is this. I deal every day, literally every day, with people that have been told you are sick, diseased, injured. They go to a medical professional or an allied health professional and they trust that this person knows what they're doing. All I'm asking is perhaps not be so trustworthy or don't be so trusting because the person might not be trustworthy. There's a lot of medical professionals who are influenced by pharmaceutical companies. Could that be possible, just as a possibility? Is it possible that somebody that's been a doctor for 30 years hasn't done much update, study or research? They've just been in that same office for 30 years. I often share 30 years' experience could be just one year experience repeated 30 times. It doesn't necessarily mean the person is an expert in that area. And they might be. They might be the very best person for your body. They could be the expert that's going to get you better really quickly. But would it be good to find out because you've got the right questions? And if you... This, the, the thing is, 
this human body, we live in it. <laughs> Why don't we learn more about it? I, and I'm very biased, I get it, because I'm, I'm passionately excited about learning about anatomy and physiology. Every time I learn more about the human body, which is every day, it blows my mind how smart it is. The human body is designed to survive. We're not even designed just to survive and reproduce. We're designed to survive at peak physical condition. And I'll use that, I'll be very crass. If, it's, if this sounds crass, I, I'm, I'm not going to apologise because it's really important. If the human body, as, as a human being, as a, as, a, as a creature, we are designed to reproduce, then we're designed to, be, to have high self-esteem and self-confidence. Because I use, for example, if a woman doesn't like who she is and she doesn't, uh, if she's got low self-esteem and self-confidence, she's unlikely to want to have sex to reproduce because she doesn't like the way she looks. So she's less likely to want to jump into bed with or have sex with her partner. So... If your endocrine system, your hormonal system is not working effectively, everything else but is busted. And here's a great question. If I'm fit and strong, is it possible that my endocrine system, my hormonal system, will work really well? And if I understand how to keep my body fit and strong, is it possible that I'll be able to keep all of those systems strong? So if you want to have it, I'll just I'll, I'll ask the question. If you want to have a great sex life, if you want to have high self-esteem, if you want to have great hair, skin and nails, if you want to avoid diseases and viruses and germs and bugs and have an immune system that can fight them all, could it be a really good idea to stay out of hospital, to stay away from medical professionals if you can, to focus on prevention rather than than fix and cure? But if you do get sick or you do get injured or you do have to go to a medical professional, would it be a really good idea to have the right questions to ask so that you don't get lied to or you don't get exaggerated about or your, your challenges and exaggerated? Or wouldn't it be sad if somebody told you that you're going to die and you believe them and your family is without you, but if you got a second opinion, things might have been different. And I share that with you very personally because that has happened too many times in my life to other people for that not to be the case, where they've been told you're going to die and they didn't die because they got a second opinion. So please, if you want to live your life to the max, stay out of the hospital prevent injury, prevent disease, prevent picking up germs, bugs and viruses. And if you ever have to go to any of those places, please go there fully armed with great questions and great knowledge of how your body works so that you can sing like I do every day. I feel good. No, 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 no. I'm happy and healthy because I knew I would be because I stay that way because I learned about my human body. Woohoo!